The time is 9 o'clock. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, at the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Wednesday, October 11th. On today's show... We cannot have, continue to have a toxic environment for them to work in. And it's our duties as members of council to turn around and make sure that we protect the people that are there. Tanchamar Council turned down a motion last night from Councillor Bruce Finney asking for the release of a report into workplace harassment in the Sackville Fire Department. We'll hear more about the discussion around Finney's motion coming up shortly, but first, some news and information briefs. There are changes afoot at a number of local businesses in Sackville. A new restaurant is now open in the former Mel's Tea Room space on Bridge Street. Oh Chicken opened on October 3rd, serving Korean fried chicken. Owner Paul Ann of Song's Chopsticks says the business is going great so far. Oh Chicken is open Monday to Saturday, 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. Down on York Street, local used bookstore and tarot shop Blind Forest is marking six years in business after taking over from Rags of Time Books and Crafts in 2017. The shop is celebrating with a sale throughout the week. And finally, after just under a year selling cheesecake bites in Sackville, the Cheesecake Garage is closing its retail shop behind the cookie cutter and moving to a new location. The owners say they will post details online soon. At their regular monthly meeting on Tuesday night, Tanchamar Council postponed two decisions on on recommendations coming from the town's Community and Corporate Services Department. The first was previously discussed at this, at September's Committee of the Whole meeting and was actually a recommendation coming from Renaissance Sackville, a community and economic development initiative with a $25,000 annual budget from the town. Renaissance Sackville requested $3,200 to fund the building of DIY air filtration units to be used by local nonprofit organizations. But a number of councillors, beginning with Matt Esterbrooks, expressed misgivings about the project. I just want to say that I, uh, I will not be supporting this motion uh, based on the fact that I'm, I, I asked some questions uh, of uh, staff in between the Committee of the Whole in this meeting, and I don't feel that it meets the uh, criteria. Councillor Debbie Wiggins-Colwell also indicated she would vote against the $3,200 in funding. Councillors Bruce Finney and Barry Hicks both said they wanted more information before making a decision. That's when Councillor Michael Tower suggested a postponement of the decision until more details could be shared. The motion to postpone passed 7-2 to two with just Councillors Debbie Wiggins-Colwell and Matt Estabrooks voting against it. The second postponed decision of the night was not previously discussed at Council, but came as a recommendation of the Climate Change Advisory Committee, a proposal to install two new Level 2 EV chargers in Dorchester with partial funding through NB Power. The project would cost the town about $9,500 after incentive rebates. After a few questions from councillors about electrical infrastructure and the compatibility of Teslas, Councillor Matt Esterbrooks moved to postpone the decision, citing the fact that the proposal was not included in the last Committee of the Whole meeting for discussion. The postponement was approved 6-3 to three with councillors Josh Gauguin, Allison Butcher, and Debbie Wiggins-Colwell voting against. Immediately after that postponement, Council unanimously approved a contract for a new pathway to be built in Dorchester's Richard Park, despite the fact that that recommendation was also not included in the previous Committee of the Whole agenda. 
Both of the postponed items, Renaissance Sackville's recommended project and the Dorchester EV chargers, will now come back to the next Committee of the Whole meeting in October for discussion and then return in November for a decision from Council. Now for today's feature story. Councillor Bruce Finney made his case last night to Council, asking for the release of a consultant's report looking into allegations of bullying and harassment in the Sackville Fire Department. The report was commissioned in April 2021 and completed in the fall of that year. Although the consultants made a presentation on the findings to Council and to firefighters, former Sackville CAO Jamie Burke didn't release the report or any portion of it publicly. Here's Bruce Finney addressing Council on Tuesday with Mayor Andrew Black commenting. First of all, council didn't get to read the report. I find that wrong, as a matter of fact. They came forward with 20 recommendations. I asked for a copy of the recommendations after they presented, and they said no. Why, I don't know. I have no idea. But I feel that we need to see the report to understand exactly what was going on there, then to determine who was being chaired. Um, accused of whatever and the thing is i'm hearing to present day that there are still things happening going on in there and that we need to finally nip this in the bud um, we cannot have continue to have a toxic environment for them to work in and it's our duties as me members of council to turn around and make sure that we protect the people that are there as a matter of fact, so that's how I feel about again, this. Again, it, it, we don't know that there's a toxic work environment. It, it, it is slightly accusatory to say that there is. Well, so then to turn around and bring forward, and it was brought forward by one of the one of the people that was in the, the fire department. He, in public, and also turned around, it was in the media, was saying that there was problems within there. Now, we can do semantics and turn around and say, wow, we don't know if it's toxic, but there are problems. So the thing is, is actually, we need to find out what the problems are to see, and if they're still continuing, like I'm being told, we need to turn around and find out what we can do, and find out what they are, and then determine what we can do. And to me, I looked at it this way. Council always received any copy of any investigation or assessment, if you want to put it that way, and in the past, so we would know what was going on. We approved the fact that it needed to be done. We approved the money for it. And then to tell us that we can't turn around and see it, I'm sorry. I would have never, ever approved it and approved the money if I had known I wasn't going to be able to read the report. So we need to see it now and to find out exactly what's going on and to see if, the, if what I'm being told the problems are still existing. And if that's the case, we need to turn around and find out what we can do to improve it. Finney's motion was seconded by Dorchester Councillor Debbie Wiggins-Colwell, who said she was concerned about the possible implications that unresolved workplace issues could have on the Dorchester Fire Department. Uh, my concern with this is this, this happened before we was amalgamated. And now we've got uh, two other fire departments that are all kind of coming in together here and uh, it really 
bothers me to to hear the because I don't know. I never. I didn't see the reports. I didn't. I didn't read anything on on what's going on. I know our our fire department in Dorchester. If I may say, it, it's a very well. It's volunteers and and it's, they they work very well together. I'm just worried about when we all collaborate together. I don't know how Point to Butte makes it feels about this, but we should know what our firemen are are coming up against, what they're going into. I don't want. You know, it doesn't feel me as being an elected official that uh, we're going to send them out to the wolves and, and, and be, you know, it, it really concerns me because our fire department is, is what is our sustainability in our village. And it's, right. you know, so I would like to know uh, as uh, what was in the report or, or read some of the concerns and, and just for my own information and to be able to move forward on this, Mayor Black. Mayor Black took issue with what both Finney and Wiggins Caldwell had to say, making the case that council could not even know if there were problems in the department without having read the report. Making an assumption that there are problems without knowing what the report is, is you could easily make the same thing, make the assumption that there are no problems. So since we don't know the report, we don't know if there are problems. So making assumptions that there are problems is problematic. But the former town of Sackville's own news release in April 2021 explained why the report was commissioned, noting complaints and expressions of concern involving certain personnel issues within the Sackville Fire Department. In addition, a number of former firefighters were on record in the media describing the issues they faced in the department. Journalist Bruce Wark published a series of articles based on interviews with firefighters, one of whom told his story on CHMA back in the spring of 2021. But when Finney brought that up, he was cut off by the mayor. And I need to read that report so I can understand exactly what's happening, what was going on. Why did they think it was so important? Well, for instance, Kevin Scott was the one that turned oh, around. You can't, you can't, you can't well, say names. You can't he, say names. He, he went public, the media. I know. So you can't use that name? No, no, no. I would not use that name. Mayor Black wasn't available after the meeting to explain his objections. Councillor Allison Butcher spoke against releasing the report on the grounds that it contained information from interviews with firefighters who were promised confidentiality. Butcher told Council she was satisfied with the presentation made by the consultants. For those of us who were here when the report came out, we did not get a copy of the report, but we did get a very thorough um, PowerPoint presentation with all of the issues without defining characteristics of names there because everyone who was interviewed was assured that it was confidential. And confidential means that I'm not allowed, even as a counselor, to hear that Bill didn't like this about Joe. We can hear about the all-encompassing issue and what will be worked on, and we have requested that we find uh, update on where we're at with the action items being done. But to expect that we should get to do that, to see something when we had all kinds of firefighters give their information with the understanding that it was confidential is really unfair because then it is no longer confidential and they had an expectation of confidentiality. So there are lots of things that we as a municipal government can do, but that's not one of them. We can't take what was promised as a confidential report and go, oh, we've changed our mind. Now we're going to all see it. So I 
can't vote in support of this motion. Councillor Michael Tower agreed with Butcher, but also put forward the idea of a follow-up presentation to Council, going through the 20 recommendations that the report included, but the suggestion was not formalized in an amendment on Tuesday. In the end, just Finney and Wiggins-Colwell voted in favour of releasing the report, with six councillors and the mayor voting against. After the meeting, Finney told reporter Bruce Wark he was disappointed and would consider what to do next. There's only two options that I have to do now. I can either go to the ombudsman or I can go to the court. And this is something I'm going to have to give some thought about. Uh, if I go to, go to the ombudsman, I, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be treated the same way you were, Mr. Work, we're being refused for it. Um, and as far as going to court, um, it's a matter of money. And so, therefore, I would have to say to myself, you know, try to find out approximately what, what it might cost me and then go to the court and turn around and get the judge to make a decision on this. That's Councillor Bruce Finney speaking to reporter Bruce Work after a council meeting on Tuesday. Finney's motion to release a workplace assessment report by Montana Consulting into allegations of bullying and harassment in the Sackville Fire Department was turned down by council on Tuesday. That's it for Tantrum Report on Wednesday, October 11th. Thanks to, thanks to the local donors who support the station and the local journalism initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Cafe, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. CHMA is your independent campus community radio station and community media hub. Please consider supporting us by becoming a monthly sustainer or making a tax-deductible donation. Visit chmafm.com and click on Donate for more information. to Modern Jazz Today, a weekly radio show that focuses on today's jazz improvisers and creators, cutting their teeth and cutting the edge of sound. Join us as we explore what's new, what's groundbreaking, and where it's happening. Saturday, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. on CHMA 106.9 FM.
body kit Chocolate queen serving looks like our brains Hustle like you never know we ain't the same
Hey, this is Hannah, and you're listening to CHMA, 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello, my name is Emma, and you're listening to The Morning Show here on CHMA, 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. There's another one waiting for you Hang on 
Keep moving. 
walk to the water to quiet my heart. A cool air on my shoulders. I suppose it's a start, but I would rather be burning my feet down in the dust. I feel the fire returning. Oh, it doesn't take much. Baby, I was stuck installing. Was about to hit the wall when I 